Welcome to the Advanced Team Podcast, where we discuss all things life insurance sales, from attitude, leadership, sales training, motivation, and insights from today's top producers. All this to help you become a difference maker in your world of life insurance sales. Let's go. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this edition of the Monday morning, or not the Monday morning, the Wednesday morning. Wow, I need to go back in time. The Wednesday morning, improving your game call. Um, I'm Tim Wright, not Ben McCain. That's probably why I mistake today for Monday. Um, today, we're actually going to expand upon a new series that we started last week called Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. Um, today, we have a uh, new concept, and I want to introduce a couple of people who are our special guests today. Uh, today, we have Mr. Josh Samuels and Mr. Hayden Kincaid. Uh, Josh, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. Hayden, how about yourself? How are you doing this morning? Fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, oh, great. Fantastic. Good. We need that chipperness because uh, now that the <laughs> days are getting shorter, it's still dark right now. I don't. Is it still dark in Louisville and in Michigan? Uh, no, not right now. It's a little dreary. Okay, it's still dark here, so I need that extra excitement. So today, guys, we're going to talk about the concept of buying in versus selling out. Um, it's kind of an interesting concept, and we all come from different backgrounds. We all came from different companies and have different experiences, and sometimes those experiences can make it difficult to trust uh, a team as a result of some of maybe some of those more unhealthy experiences. Or maybe even we were just young and we're naive or we had some immaturity we're dealing with. Um, sometimes we've got early on developmental issues um, that kind of, they kind of mold the way that we think and perceive things. Um, so today we're really going to get into the truth of what makes advanced team different and what sets us apart as an organization and how leaning into buying in to the vision can make us better as individuals and as a team. Are you guys okay with that? Sounds good to yeah. me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Great. Now, I I'm I've got an interesting question and I'm going to start with uh I'm going to start with Hayden here. Um so in my notes I wrote down in quotes, don't drink the Kool-Aid. So, have either one of you ever experienced something, um, and again, I'm starting with Hayden, but in, when you've been invited to see an opportunity and just something didn't fit well with you about it, Hayden, have you had that experience? You know, not personally. Um, I guess I've seen it secondhand before where it, it just sounds too good to be true. It's very sugar-coated and... Um, yeah, it, something just doesn't really sit well with you when you see it. You just kind of get that, okay, so that feeling in the in the pit of your stomach. <laughs> yeah, uh, so you see maybe like a social media I've seen it. Okay, and Josh, have you personally experienced it or seen uh, known anybody who's experienced it and like described it to you? Uh, personally, no, but that was because I saw it really early. Per, um, <laughs> because. Um, it was with my mother. My mother was uh, kind of sucked into a, uh, a pyramid type uh, deal, and okay. uh, like a, I got a to see that first. Yeah, yeah. I won't go name. Everybody has heard of them. I'll say that, but I won't name them. But uh, 
but yeah, she got sucked into that, and, and there's really, I don't know, there's there's nothing to be had there. It, like you said, it's too good to be true if you really look at it. And uh, the problem with with opportunities like that is um, you're it's not on you. I mean, it's it's on you inviting others. You know, you gotta you gotta build the company for somebody to get anything. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. I, I've seen this as well. Um, and that's kind of why I brought it up is there's, there's a couple opportunities out there, um, that people are, you know, they tend to be very artificially excited about everything is too good to be true. Um, and, and what this does is it kind of builds a stigma. Um, so it, it, if truth is told, um, these opportunities are actually legitimate opportunities. Um, they may not be right for everyone, and they do require a large amount of hard work. Um, but we've seen people kind of just go about them uh, the wrong way with that artificial excitement. So it kind of it builds the stigma about opportunity in general. Um, and so sometimes people have to work through that. And that's where I came up with the concept of the don't drink the Kool-Aid uh, because yeah. everybody thinks, oh, my gosh, this person just wants to force this Kool-Aid upon me. And, and we almost have, like, this uh, negative perception towards opportunity in general. Would would you guys agree with that? Have you both seen that and you kind of feel the same way? Completely. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, now let me ask you this. When, when you saw the advanced team opportunity for the first time or somebody mentioned it to you, did you feel the same way? slightly or did you realize right away that this was something different um i'll take that right off the bat um full transparency completely honest yeah i thought maybe this sounded a little too good to be true um for me fortunately and i hope and i pray everybody else has this coming into this too but I had someone I really trusted coming into this. Um, he's not longer with us now, but I, I, I mean, like a brother to me, I knew he would never bring me into anything that wasn't going to benefit uh, me and my family, and that was crucial for me. But looking mm -hmm. at it, had I come into this completely alone, um, not knowing any of you, having met any of you, not having met, met Chris or Zach or Roger or Ben or you or no, nobody, I would have looked at this, I think, and said, um, it just sounds too good to be true. Um, but the truth of the matter, it's not. And what, yeah. what sets it a part of what sets it apart um, from other opportunities like we just previously discussed is uh, you, don't, you don't have to do any of any of that to be successful in this. Um, you can go out and just do you the whole time and helping families and be successful. Okay. So uh, I'll ask you kind of a follow-up question to that, Josh. Sure, yeah. Um, was there a specific point that you, as you were looking at this, that you realized, wait a second, this is, even though I had maybe those initial fears and I know that you had a lot of trust, uh, in the individual who introduced you, but was there a specific point where you were like, okay, those fears that I had, they were wrong, and this is different? 
Okay, so um, it's kind of funny. One thing really stood out to me right off the bat, regardless of, like you said, that individual being there. Um, I had a Zoom call with Chris when I first got started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I'm very skepti- skeptical just as a person. That's just me. And um, I tend to look at everything from every angle before I dive. But when when I was on this Zoom call with Chris, and he we were talking about this opportunity, and he was laying everything out for me, and he realized I was married, right? And mm-hmm. he stopped everything dead in his dead in our tracks right there, and said, "Wait, okay, so your wife knows what you're considering, right?" I said, "Yep." And she goes, "And she's all in, right?" I said, "Yes." He goes, "Okay, great," because. I will not let you take another step into this unless you're both all in. And that stood out to me because that's not somebody who's just trying to get one more individual into the pot. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It um, that, uh, Chris actually cares and there's some value there was, here. There was, yeah, concern. Not right. only for the company he's trying to build, but for me as an individual right from the get-go. Right, right, because you have responsibilities and you have a family, and we want to make sure that everybody is is taken care of. That's, right. that's very important. So that's great. Yeah, that was a that was a critical moment for me. Okay, awesome. Um, Hayden, I'm going to back up to the previous question. Did Did you feel uh, when you first were looking at everything? Did Did you have some fears or some feelings, some preconceived notions that were popping up? And for you, was there also a specific point where you realized that things were a little bit different? Yeah, and you know that's really awesome to hear um, what Josh just had to say. Um, I have something kind of a little bit similar. Like when I started classroom training, um, I had already been licensed, and I was going to jump in the classroom with Zach and Roger. And um, I, I wouldn't really say I was skeptical about um, the advanced team. It was more like just the fact that it was all new to me. 100% commission, sales, um, that was kind of where the anxiety set in, just way out of my, my comfort zone. Um, but there was a time when I was supposed to start classroom training on Monday, I believe, and something came up. I was supposed to be going to uh, – my family was doing this thing at, at Kings Island, and I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to go? Like, I kind of told Roger that I was going to be going um, – doing some training on Monday, and I just called him, and we got in touch, and he was like, yeah, that, that's cool. He said, enjoy your time with your family. We can uh, maybe meet up the day after, and that's what we did. So I was like, dang, that's that's really cool. This guy's like, he's a family man. He understands. And um, then after that, going into the classroom training, I was the only one there. It was it was me and Zach. Um, it was very one-on-one, and him listening to me and kind of feeling out my concerns and where I'm at, really just having having the leaders in the organization meet me at my level. And okay. that really put my mind to rest. Um, just the fact that they actually cared about me. And yeah. I will say also um, something that I just kind of thought of when I first started, I got access to Slack and seeing the production channel really was beneficial to me because I was seeing 
basically live, you know, Tim Wright posted to Transamerica for, you know, 9.42, and we had all these agents, and I could actually see, okay, so the agents who are going out there, they're, you know, it, it can kind of be up and down, but they're getting a couple apps, three apps, you know, and I could kind of see how the numbers were tracking, and that, uh, <laughs> when you see that, you know it's not just a, a load of BS. It's actually real. So, yeah. But that was a good oh, yeah. help to me also. Okay. Yeah, so that makes it very real. You, you, so you could see everybody, um, you know, posting. You knew people were out there making sales. Uh, you know yeah. it was real. Um, but you also saw, um, you know, Roger demonstrated a, an element of care towards family and the value that we have there. And then uh, you got a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with Zach, which is awesome. I think a lot of people are now insanely jealous of you for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I awesome. want to move on to, to the next concept here. Um, and this is where I'm, I'm going to try to piece it together a little bit, um, this, this whole concept of buying in versus selling out. So there's this movie. It's a, it's a little bit older. Um, I know Chris will probably love this because he loves movie references, but this will probably also <laughs> age me just a little bit. Um, this was a huge movie when I was young, and I think it was starting to age a little bit even then, um, called Empire Records. And in this movie... Uh, there was this huge concept against, uh, you know, dang the man or darn the man, um, save the empire because the record store was being sold to a big corporate store and Joe, the manager, was going to be, you know, out of luck and, and all that. So everybody's kind of coming together to save save the empire record store. Um, but anyway, that, that phrase is stuck um, towards, like, companies, you know, the big corporate feeling. Um, so. I don't know if either one of you have experienced this, and um, Josh, I'll start with you. Have you ever had an experience where you felt like the company you worked for was very, like, corporate or strongly unionized and just had, like, a, a cheesy, false feeling about it or anything like that? Um, definitely. I've never been anything near anything union-like, but, but I have <laughs> been a part um, back when I was, Right out of high school, I got into uh, dispatching semi-trucks, and I did that for about four years. And, um, yeah, I guess to a degree there was there was a part of that because um, I was made to feel like I was a big part of something, but really I was just a, just a little a bolt in the wheel that made it go around, you know what I mean? And that's all I really was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hayden, have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, I mean, um, basically after high school, um, most of what I worked leading up to the advanced team was union jobs. One was a grocery store. Uh, the other was working at UPS and the, you know, the Teamsters Union. And, you know, looking back, both jobs were, were good for me at the time. But, yeah, man, it was so seniority-based. I mean, if you wanted time off or if you wanted overtime or just whatever, I mean, it was all based off how long you had been there. Um, if you wanted to go from a more strenuous work area to maybe a more relaxed work area, well, <laughs> it was all based on your seniority date. And if you started a month before somebody else did, you had first, first crack at it. And, um, man, I, I got to see some of the, 
just the laziness on some people's parts and just really the fact that they feel like they're above the law. Um, it was definitely the exception more than the rule. But, yeah, some people, they're just they're like, oh, I can do what I want. I've been here 25 years. And mm-hmm. that doesn't exactly lead to the best sense of morale. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That, that's the perfect word for it. I, I'm glad that you brought that up because that, that's kind of the whole point I was trying to make is is that some of these environments, you know, they you're toting the company line. They're they're preaching maybe some core values, um, and yeah. they're not necessarily living up to them. And that impacts morale more than anything else because you're working for these companies. You're 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 investing your own your own heart and your own time and and you want to get ahead, you want to be successful, but at the same time you feel like you're kind of like swimming upstream with an anchor tied around your ankle, um, you know, <laughs> put there by seniority or whatever it is. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to get at there because I think, I think we've all experienced it, and this is what I wanted to pull out um, from you guys, even though you're both, um, you know, Hayden, you've been with us uh, I think a little bit over a year Josh, mm-hmm. I know that you've been with us for um, since the beginning of the year, I think, right around then. So yep, there's, yep. there's there's a lot of that feeling that gets built up um, just from previous experiences and stigmas that that are that are uh, that are just created, um, and that's why I wanted to talk about the difference between buying in and selling out. Because when we work for these companies and we have committed, you know, our our heart, our time, our lives. Um, you know, we've made sacrifices for our families um, that didn't necessarily pay off in our favor. It almost demanded more of our time, took time away from our families. Um, we feel like we've sold out. Like this, this is the big difference um, in buying in versus selling out. It's, it, it's like you're asked to give up yourself. You're, you're asked to give up your dream, your hopes, your time, um, your creativity sometimes, even your ambition. And um, that's not a good place to be in. Like, that's a very unhealthy place. Like, when you guys, I'll ask Hayden, I'll go back to you again. When you were working there, how, how did you feel in that environment? I felt like maybe just stuck. I mean, in a nutshell, Um I would go, and I kind of knew what was expected of me, um, but it's like, well, do I have to work here another five years to to get something better, or do I have to bend over backwards and, um, you know, I have, to, I have to woo my supervisor into giving me a promotion. Um, it's, yeah, I just felt like kind of a lack of control over my own destiny, for lack of mm-hmm. a better word, um, which, I mean, it was fine. It was, uh, it's just long-term, um, that really would have worn on me if I had stayed there. Yeah, um, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah, I it mean, you just... feels kind of gross, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's, it's comfortable, I guess, is, uh, is one yeah. way to put it. You know, you know that it's not going to get any worse than this. Te- I mean, technically, it's, because you, you're building up your seniority and, um, you know, they give you your raise every 12 months, however much. And, um, but yeah, that comfort can, 
can be kind of deadly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it can lead to some complacency. And, and, I mean, it's like, it just kind of, a, to me anyway, depresses your spirit. It's like, if, if you give in to that comfort, it's like all the creativity and joy and, and all that longing and, like, just aspirations as a human being. You kind of start pushing it into this little box and you become you become the mold of whatever that uh, industry, you know, stereotype is, and not very many people break that mold. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, I'm going to ask you the next question, and this is more about buying in, because you and I had a little bit of time together uh, over some Qdoba <laughs> at Comic. Yeah. Um And I laugh because I know if Devin's on the call, he's laughing. He knows I love Qdoba. Um, <laughs> but... Like this is this is the difference I wanted to talk about is is buying in. You know, we're asking you to share a vision for yourself and for your family and for others, and we're asking you to step into a journey of growth. And and some of the adversity along the way, um, you know, you're going to have some of that, but we're asking you to kind of step into a role where you're inspired uh, and you're challenging right. those adversities and you're overcoming them. And you, like when we were talking at Qdoba, I saw you really like light up. So like. Could you describe how how do you feel now, um, you know, post-conference, even maybe even started before conference, but how do you feel about this vision that the advanced team is and has? And, like, how do you feel that fits into to your life? Like, what gets you excited right. about it? So, yeah, I'm just going to back up just a quick second um, to, to, to selling out. I mean, I, I've, I've never been a part of a union like Hayden, but... Uh, or anything like that where you know the structure and you're going to get something if you've been here that long um for me it's always been giving up everything i've got um and what do i get i get i get a ceiling like i know i can only go so far i get these Mm -hmm. these hopes that aren't guaranteed uh promises that might not be fulfilled and and a whole bunch of competition and pressure to be the best you know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah. It, it, the, 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 the difference between the two is really right in the definition of the words, right? Um, in selling yeah. out, um, we're giving up something. And that's that's us. We're giving up some freedoms. Um, we're giving ourselves to, to the man. Um, and when we're buying in, and that's what really got me excited about Advanced Team, is I felt like it really was buying in. Um, um when you're buying, you you get something. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is it's really simple. <laughs> buying in, it was more individual. It was about more. It was more about uh, me. Uh, I had no limitations. Uh, my only limitation was myself. It took a second for me to realize that, but once I did, that's what really, really got me excited about the advanced team. There's incentives to be had. Um, and there's no one stopping me from getting those except me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the very best. I don't have to be at the top of the leaderboard to achieve things. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You're not fighting for that number one spot all the time to get that seniority like Hayden was talking about. Um, everything's right there. You just got to go get it. And anyone can do it. There's yeah, it's end endless that, amounts of opportunity and no ceiling. Right. It's it's that M word that we keep talking about, the meritocracy, right? Yeah. And and the good thing is, like, 
you do the work. You 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 work the system, and you almost like earn a place. It, it, I don't want to use the word club, but <laughs> it's almost the best word for it. You earn a place in a club where people respect you. Like right. we know that you can. We know that you can do the work. We know that your heart is in it. We know um, you know that you're serving the clients well. And it's like opening the doors and just welcome you, welcoming you into this common area where we all just respect each other and we know each other's capabilities and we continue to encourage and push each other to to do better, um, not just in achieving, but in uh, doing better serving our clients even, um, just doing what's right for them and, and following right. those those core values that we have. So that's a great answer, Josh. I, I appreciate well, thanks. that. Thanks. Um, so I, I want to talk a little bit about why to buy into the advanced team because I know that sometimes, no matter who you are, um, no matter you know what age you are, no matter how long you've been with advanced team, whether it's been a day or three years, sometimes we can still have apprehensions and feel like you know I'm not sure if I really want to buy into that vision. And and Ben and I talked about this briefly on another call. Um, but I just want to say that that's okay. Like it's okay for people to have apprehensions and tiptoe into things and not just go diving head first. Um, but I want to talk about why why buy into the advanced team vision. Um, now I'm going to ask Hayden, I'm going to start with you again. Um, I'm just going to state, I mean, we want people to succeed. Have you ever felt like the people here at advanced team want you to succeed, Hayden? Yeah. Pretty pretty constantly. Okay. Can you give me an example of a time where you you maybe were like feeling not quite yourself, or you weren't sure, and and some people came behind you, and you you felt that you felt like they wanted you to succeed. Dude, I um, man, I was going through a slump. I, I can't remember when it was. Um, probably like in the last maybe four or five months, and. I think Ben Ben was at the office with me at a jam session, and he just flat out said, "Like Hayden, we want you to make money." <laughs> like, it was it wasn't like, dude, like we got to get our numbers up. We're the away team. Like, dude, you're, you're dragging us down. It was like, like Ben knows my wife. He knows you know a good good amount of our life goals and stuff. And like, he wants me to win. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that kind of stuck out to me. He was. Like, we want you to make money. Um, and he did everything in his power to, to help me facilitate that. Yeah. It's, and it also, um, I mean, another example, I was, I was doing some door knock practice with Zach on Monday and, you know, I heard it time and time again, but he reiterated it like, dude, just be yourself. You know, mm -hmm. like we don't want, I don't want you to be me. I don't want you to be Jimmy. Like I want you to be Hayden. And that's the exact same thing he's been saying for over a year now. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's no pressure to to fit any sort of mold. I mean, I think there are some people who could be very good at selling insurance, but wouldn't really fit into our culture. Like if they're more of a, a dog eat dog type. Um, sure, I'm, I'm only in it for me. I mean, I think you might be better off at a, a different agency at that rate. But yeah, anybody sure. who anybody who would be drawn to what we have to offer here. Um, yeah, just just do you, but be the best version of you that that you possibly can. So that's kind of yeah. been the model I've seen. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. That's 
that's the perfect summarization of exactly I think the motivations of of every leader. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know. We don't have secret meetings and and you know like behind closed doors where we're talking about how we want to uh, be perceived one way and really we feel a different way. Like everybody here wants everyone to succeed at at the best level that they can. We want everyone to be the best version that they can be. Um, now, Josh, I'm going to ask you a different question. I'm going to split these up with you guys. Okay. Um, so the second reason I think people should buy into the advanced team, and you can tell me if you agree or not, is because we're a family. <laughs> so, like, everyone is connected. Everyone it, it's outside of just wanting people to succeed. Like, we actually care. So, And you shared a story earlier, you know, when you were talking to Chris. Um, so how – how have you seen that? Do you do you agree? Do you disagree? How do you see it? And what do you feel about that? God, I'm so glad you asked me this question. <laughs> this is a big one for me. This was really big for me coming in, guys. I uh, My last job, uh, factory work, some of you probably remember me on the Zoom calls with my headgear on and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, I wasn't ready to leave there. Um, that was a really good job. I loved it. And I really loved the people, like family. Like, I'm tearing up a little bit just talking about it. Um, it was, it was a really family oriented, family, small family owned company where I, I did well. My family was taken care of and, um, we all really, um, meshed and we were a real team. And yeah, that was, is one of the best things I've ever been a part of. Um, but I, but my, my future was, had a ceiling on it. Um, so that's kind of what led me to advance team. And um, that was one of the biggest things coming in is um, I had, I needed, I needed it to be proven that that same culture existed. I was not going to be a part of this if it was just a corporate working for the man uh, deal. I needed that family culture, and I was shocked when I drove down to Kentucky, and uh, I met everybody um, that's a part of this family. Um, Rose with a big smile when I first walked through the door. I gave you a big old hug like she already knew me. <laughs> everybody else um, pouring into me. Um, like Caden said earlier, um, Roger, Zach, Chris, these guys, they're all right there. They're not, like, vacationing out in, over in Maui, you know, while the rest <laughs> of us are doing the work. You know what I'm saying? They're right yeah. there pouring into us every day. And, um, yeah, it was – this is a family. There's no doubt about that to me. Um, everybody's pouring each, into each other, whether it's in person, over the phone, or on Slack. Everybody's got everybody's back, and it's and it's a really cool culture. Um I've only been a part of something like this twice, and I'm so lucky to have uh, been a part of opportunities like this back-to-back. -back. I feel like I'm one very fortunate human being. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And, and the, the key here is this. Like, when you're a part of the family, you know it's somewhere safe. Um, exactly. I, I mean, that's that's important. You know you're somewhere safe. You know that you can be open. You can be vulnerable, you can work on the things that you need to work on to be the best version of you. Um, 
I've seen that. You know, I've been with the advanced team almost three years now. And, you know, when I started, I, I was like, I don't care if I can trust these people or not. I'm just going to go be successful because I was upset with my experience that I'd had previously. And I very quickly realized that, okay, uh, I can't actually lean in and trust. Um, and I'm, I'm safe here. I'm safe to just be myself and grow and, and do whatever I need to do um, to not only just be me and, and be successful for me, but also be part of a team because that's important to me too. I, I grew up playing team sports. I like playing team sports. I like being a part of a team. You know, I was in the Marines. That's very much team-oriented. Uh, so this is all very important. Um, the next thing I want to point out uh, is that buying into the advanced team, we understand servant leadership. Um, Hayden, have you ever seen a time where someone, whether they're, you know, brand new or whether it's someone in the leadership team, have you seen an air of servant leadership? Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, just doing ride-alongs, you know, dedicating a day to going out and helping somebody learn the ropes. Um, yeah, sacrifice is huge. I mean, I my car broke down um, about an hour and a half from home once, and you know I had Ben offered to to come pick me up if he had to. You know, like that sort of sacrifice. It's it's definitely built into the DNA of uh, all our leaders. Yeah, and I think that translates over to you know not just uh, each other, but our clients especially. Um, you know, it, it kind of it teaches you to go out of the way to just serve the people that that we we see on a daily basis. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, like some of our core values, um, we always want to do the right thing for everyone. Um, I mean, this is really important to us. I, I, mean, I kind of pause to think about it because it's like. How can you really expand upon that? That's that's important. It's it's like in the DNA of our organization. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess I'll ask I'll ask a simple question, and both of you can answer this. I'll start with Josh. Um, <laughs> do you have to sell out to the advanced team? Do you have to sell out to the advanced team? Do you do you do you no. have to sell out to the advanced team? No, no I way. Mean, no, but because it's, I don't know, the way I look at it is, like I said, selling out is you're just giving up everything of yourself and you're not necessarily guaranteed to get anything. Um, this is all about buying in. And it's more about buying into you. You buy into, for me, at least this is my personal experience, I had to buy into the advanced team, which taught me to buy into me. <laughs> I didn't believe in me. You know what I mean? I've learned more than selling insurance here. I've I've learned some serious life lessons. Um, oh yeah. Um and it, it's so much more about than the about money or um anything else. It's it's I can't even put into words how beneficial buying into advanced team has been for me. Um, but no, no, you don't have to sell out to advanced team. You just have to 
believe in in your and mostly in yourself. That's huge. Um, yeah. I I I love the way that you phrase that 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 you need to buy into yourself. That's that's awesome. And Hayden, it sounds like you feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, um, there's the old adage that you get out of it what you put into it, right? So um, depending on where you're at and what your goals are and your priorities, I mean, yeah, you could really dive in deep or you could just kind of do the bare minimum. Um, but what I have heard a lot of the leaders say is, you know, seeing the success of the people who they have been mentors for. You know, when when I have a win, I can see Jimmy's face light up. You know, um, they they always say that that's that's better than celebrating your own wins. Um, so you, you can definitely see that by pouring into other people and really helping them grow, um, that does turn around and really bring a lot of joy to your life, and also you know helps your finances too. So it's. It's definitely not a zero-sum game. It's it's very much win-win. But if where you're at, you're more just kind of focused on, on something else, um, yeah, you, you could do that too. But there's um, there's definitely the element of, like, I guess reciprocity, where the more you, the more you put in, the more you ultimately get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes back to that M word, right, that meritocracy. Yes, sir. And we're all in this together. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, kind of what it takes to buy in. And um, your guys, your input has been awesome. Um, I'm going to have you hang out here. I might ask you some follow-up questions, but I'm going to go through a few points that I know I want to make sure uh, we make on this call when we're talking about buying in versus selling out. Um, so first of all, um, you know, what does it take to buy in? That's That's a pretty important question. Um, and, and I think that it, the most important thing is it takes trust. Like, we all have those fears, mm-hmm. stigmas, uh, dirty laundry, whatever you want to call it, baggage. Um, we're all carrying some of that from somewhere in our life, whether it's work or relationships or even friendships, um, what, whatever it is. Um, and we just we have to be able to trust. We have to be able to, to trust that the leadership of advanced team and advanced team as a whole we have your best interest in mind, and we really do. Like, we constantly see it. We constantly see it with everything that Roger's doing behind the scenes and what Chris and Zach and even Maddie and, and uh, uh, Austin and Rose, everybody at the home office are just working towards making sure that everything is the best possible opportunity it can be for each and every single one of us. The second thing is you got to let yourself be inspired, um, you know, mm-hmm. When you sell out, you feel like you are losing energy. Um, you're, you're giving of yourself. You're not getting something in return. And and here, you've got to let yourself be inspired. Uh, familiarize yourself with the core values. Live them. Challenge others when they're outside of them if you feel like they are. Um, be a difference maker. That's all very, very important. Um, and, and I know that it, it doesn't matter who it is. If you see somebody that is outside of those core values and you challenge them, it doesn't matter if it's Roger Short himself. He's probably going to take a pause there and say, you know what, you're right, we need to make an adjustment here. Um, and that in and of itself is inspiring to see. Um, and actually, I'm going to bring you guys back in on, on this. I, I'm going to talk about enjoying the journey. Um, we're here to do this, 
this uh, crazy business together, and you've got to enjoy the journey. So, um, like, Hayden, I'm going to ask you because I know, like, i got to be honest, we talk about you a lot, <laughs> um, all good things. You know, we we see your potential, and we've seen you come through some struggles, and I think one of those was learning how to enjoy the process. Could, could you tell me a little bit about that? Did, did you find yourself where you got to a point where you, you realized or you found a way to start enjoying the process? Dude, that's... Um... You know, hard to pinpoint an exact time. I think just really kind of being able to zoom out and just see, like, I mean, Chris told me once, like, Hayden, it's insane. If you add up all your apps and average them out, it's like 600 to 700 AP an app, you know? like So if you're in this slump or you feel like you're getting just these baby apps, you know, I go onto my spreadsheet on my phone and I, I go through all my AP for the entire year so far and it averages out to like, you know, 650 AP, 700 AP an app. Like, it's just, it's bananas. Like, um, all the ups and downs that you might feel in the moment, you just got to be able to zoom out, get the the 10,000 foot view of your career and realize that you're just a life insurance baby. Like, Mm-hmm. You're just getting things started off, so if somebody answers the door in a bad mood or throws you out of the house, threatens to call the police, like, dude, just you got to roll with it, man, and um, yeah, get better every each and every day. Um, and I think really when you when you enjoy the process that you participate in from day to day, um, you take joy in what you do. I think that ultimately, I mean, that probably does come across in your sits, and I think clients feel that, and they see that you're passionate about it, so it it ultimately does help you in that regard, too. Um, yeah, it's, it's just all about mindset, basically. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a lot easier. When you're enjoying the journey, it's, it's a lot easier than not enjoying it. So, I mean, I, I'll make a brief reference to the Marines here. When we were miserable, we joked. We just we made jokes about everything, so we were laughing while we were going on like a twenty mile hike, uh, you know, with full gear and everything like that. So we just nice. made fun of everything and joked and, and learned how to have fun with it. Um, yeah. And this is not that type of environment. You're not miserable, but you do have to find like this is challenging. So you do have to find ways to enjoy growing because growing is uncomfortable. Um, the, the next thing it takes to buy in is, is you have to, and this goes back to our conference, you have to take the jump. It doesn't matter if it's a small jump, if it's a medium jump, if it's a big jump. Whatever size jump you need to take, talk to your coach or your mentor and let them know that you want to achieve. And then don't be shy. Jump in and get going. Um, and I think, Josh, I, wa- I want to ask you about this. Do you felt? Do you feel like you – I know you did. I know you took a jump at a certain point, so I guess what I want to ask you is how did that feel once you did finally take the jump? Yeah, uh, there was quite a bit of hesitancy there, as I mentioned before. That's just how I am. Uh, um, I'm not quick to buy into anything. I'm not. I'm probably the most hesitant person out there. Uh, it took me, I think, what was it, a month and a half of working two jobs, working 30 hours a week, in three days 
uh, at my one job and then doing this on the side. Um, and it was, it was a really scary jump. Uh, but I did make it and it's been so rewarding. Um, I, I saw the limited production I had in the two days a week I was working and I, I just, I had to convince myself, you know, Hey, if you're doing this in two days, there's no, you can't, if you actually work those five, even six days full time doing this, there's, there's no way you can fail. And I had to, you know, again, it's about mindset and believing in yourself. And I, I had to buy into myself as well as advanced team. And I did. And it's, it's paid dividends. And, um, yeah, I have, I have no regrets whatsoever. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's great to hear. Like, I, I know, especially you, particularly with working both places for a while, like, man, that's, that's a big leap to leave somewhere, especially, you know, now knowing, I, I didn't know that there was such a strong family environment there, but to leave that and, and have to trust, that's that's a huge jump. Um, so I kind of want to summarize this, um, and I want to talk about um, the bottom line on buying in versus selling out. Um, here it is, um, it, and we, we, we're bringing this back to teamwork makes the dream work, and um, I'm, I'm actually going to give some credit to, to Billy Ferretti here because he just texted me, and, and what he's saying here is absolutely 100% true. Um, he mentioned that as a team, we're all experiencing the same misery and the same joy. Now, the misery was the Marine Corps for sure <laughs> um, at times, but also some of the greatest joys. Um, it's the same here in terms of personal growth. Sometimes you're going through the rut, and we're all experiencing that with each other. We're pulling each other through it. We're a family. We're a team. Um, you know, that that's what we went through, Billy and I, as Marines, and that's that's what it translates into in this team environment also. So thank you, Billy, for that input. Um, but, but here's the bottom line. We don't want people to sell out to the advanced team. Um, we don't want you to feel like you're making a sacrifice, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. Um, we don't want you to have that internal darn the man feeling. Um, we want you to have a vision. Um, we want you to know that, you know, we're here to love each and every one of our team members. We're here to inspire. We're here to serve. We're here to have a great time um, in planting some great seeds that are going to make a difference in other people's lives over a long time. Um, you know, when when the leadership get together, they're we're not they're not asking for robots or clones. Um, we want you to be you. We want you to use your special, unique gift to shine brightly to the world. Um, you know, we are using this platform of final expense sales, but um, laugh with your clients. You know, smile with your clients, cry with your clients. Be you, and make a difference. The advanced team is a safe place. We talked about that earlier. You can lean in. You can be supported. You can be challenged. You can be encouraged and empowered. Um, you can you can give back to others who need to hear your story, who need to know your perspective. We just saw all of that at the jump conference. We heard from some powerful stories. We heard from Carol. Her her story was so powerful, and just talking about some of the things that she's had to overcome internally just to be different than than where she came from. Um, and this is a place where you can where you can do that. That's what it's all about. You matter. We want you to buy into the vision. We want you to buy into yourself. 
Um, we want you to strive for excellence and just be the best version of you that you can possibly be. Um, and are there going to be some challenges? Are, are you going to have some times where you're, you're finding yourself up against complacency or fear or adversity and you have to work through that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We're all going to face that in life. Um, here at the advanced team, though, we want to be a part of helping you overcome that. Um, again, we just we want to inspire you to be the best version of yourself. We want you to be the best final expense sales agent, mortgage protection sales agent you can be. We want you to be a part of the family. So this is all very important and buying in. Um, we don't want you to feel any sort of apprehension. We want you to know that you're safe, that you're welcomed, and that you're loved. Um, so I hope that everyone has been able to get that out of this call. And I thank both Hayden and Josh so much for your perspectives. You guys had some awesome answers. Like, I, I couldn't have said it any better myself. In fact, some of those things really stretched and challenged me. Um, so I'm glad we had you both on the call. And again, I thank you both. Um, but now it's time. It's time to get out there and be a difference maker um, to make a difference in the life of everyone that you meet today. So let's go to it and let's uh, continue to plant that seed and do our very best to become the best version of ourselves and make that difference. Have a great day, everybody.